Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. Recently, in our culture, we are experiencing some tough times. There's mass school shootings of elementary school children. There's road rage, assaults, there's robberies, there's theft, and there are all kind of things going on. I believe that we are experiencing the result of fatherlessness and the breakdown of the family structure over the last generation. Today and for the next few days, I'm going to be sharing messages about fathers and the influences that the fathers can have in the life of their children that changes our culture. If you're a man, I want you to listen to this message today. And if you're a woman, I want you to call the man in your life and tell him to listen to this message as we walk in the light of God's Word. If we are at all concerned about this generation, this generation of young men and of young women, we ought to take some time to see how we can influence things for the better. If we're not careful, we'll think that we can't do anything and we're just going to let things stay as they are. But as long as we are alive and well, we can do something. We are told in the book of Proverbs to train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from the training that he received. I remember many years ago, and it was an old preacher that came to our church, and he says, there's a difference between training children and raising children. He says, as a matter of fact, you raise chickens and hogs and cattle, but you train children. Training is an intentional exercise. You can learn by accident, but I call that experience. Training is deliberate and on purpose. You don't train by accident. Solomon in this text that we're looking at in Proverbs chapter 4 places the responsibility for training the children, especially the male children, on the father. He places the responsibility for training on the father. The father's role is more than going out to be the breadwinner and leaving all of the instructions and training to the mother. The father is to be the lead instructor and trainer. Let's look at this passage in Proverbs 4 verse 1. This is Solomon who's writing this and we recognize Solomon as the man of wisdom, he's saying this, listen, my sons, to a father's instructions. Pay attention and gain understanding. I give you sound learning, so do not forsake my teaching. When I was a boy in my father's house, still tender, and an only child of my mother, he taught me and said, lay hold of my words with all your heart. Keep my commands and you will live. Get wisdom, verse 5 says, and get understanding. Do not forget my words or swerve from them. Do not forsake wisdom and she will protect you. Love her and she will watch over you. Wisdom is supreme. Therefore, get wisdom. 
though it costs you all you have, get understanding. Esteem her and she will exalt you. Embrace her and she will honor you. She will set a garland of grace on your head and present you with crowns with a crown of splendor. Verse 10 says, Listen, my son, accept what I say, and the years of your life will be many. I guide you in the way of wisdom and lead you along straight paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hampered. When you run, you will not stumble. Hold on to instructions. Do not let it go. Guard it well, for it is your life. The proverb says something else. It says, without a vision, the people perish. Without a vision, the people cast off restraint. For every father and parent, the question is, what is the vision that you have for your family and your children and their future? Or have you even thought about it? You can thought about, well, we, of course we think, well, I want them to have a good life. I want them to do well. I want them to be successful. Then how is that going to happen? You got to do more than just want it. You have to strategize. You have to have a strategic plan that that may occur or else you may not know what you're going to end up with. Without any instructions, the child is going to go in directions that may not be to your best benefit with no instructions. Someone said, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. So if you haven't set the path or a course for your children, then they're going to they're take a course. Notice he said, train up a child in the way that he should go. There is a way he should go, but he's going to go some way, whether you train him or not. And there are too many parents who have not invested in their children the training and the instructions that's going to keep them on a path. We're so wanting to nourish them and to want them to love us so much that we want to do everything we can for them, but instruct them in a right path. And then we'll wonder later on, how did they get to making those decisions? Well, who told them how to make good decisions? And when did you do that? Did you actually sit down and say, let's talk about this. You want to think about this. Here's a decision. Here's wisdom. Here's not wisdom. And have you done any of that? Or have you just said, just let him go. They'll find their own way. I want you to look at this passage again. The father's exhortation begins with the command in verse 1. Listen to my sons. So he says, listen and pay attention. Now, you have to command them to listen and pay attention because they're not going to listen and pay attention. Sometimes you have to turn off everything that's going to be a distraction. Uh, we're not having any television this week. They'll cry and scream for a little while, but they'll get over it. We're going to talk. We're going to listen. I'm going to read to you. I'm going to give you some instructions. I'm going to give the word of God to you. The word of God ought to come from the parent to the children. Did you spend time in the word of God with your children? I'm reading the word. I don't want to hear that when you ain't going to hear nothing else. Because that's what's on right now. Listen. 
Pay attention to these instructions. And you know, there's a point in the child's life when there are toddlers and infants and what have you where the parents is the best thing going. And they just love the parents and all that. So you better jump in while, they, while you're the best thing going. Well, you can say, this is what we're going to do. We're going to read. I'm going to get this Bible study. There's a time when they just, they just can't wait to see you. They're just hugging you. They're just jumping all on you. But there's going to be a time when they're going to start pushing you away. And by the time they start trying to separate from you, you should have them loaded up already. You're already loaded. I already programmed you. See, the problem is that everything else is inputting information into their heads about how they ought to act and how they ought to be. When they're sitting down there watching those reality shows, they're teaching them, this is how you can act. This is how you can respond. This is how you need to project yourself. And they're teaching them that. So what are we teaching them? In fact, uh, I was just thinking the other day while I was watching some of that, I'm saying, you know, people ought not even watch this. They ought not even watch this. These are people that don't have no understanding. I told uh, my daughter, I said, they just need to bring back Amos and Andy. I'd rather watch that. The father says this, look, he says, verse 1, I want you to listen and pay attention. And then in verse 2, he says, I give you, I'm going to give you some sound learning. Now, if you want your children to prosper, you begin with sound learning. I'm going to give you some sound learning. I talked a little bit about my father the other day where I said we didn't want to be in the room with him because he was, most of the time he was giving instructions. Uh, he didn't have a very good education from the educational system because he just said, I went to the seventh grade. I'm going to give you some sound learning. Son, you need to work. If a man don't work, he'll steal. And if he'll steal, he'll kill. So I'm going to give you some sound learning. You need to work. You need to be productive. I'm going to give you some sound learning. Here's other sound learning. If you work, you should have something. Don't work and be broke. Don't spend every dollar that comes into your hand. Save you some money. Those were sound instructions. I think I got that one really good. And not only me, but the rest of my siblings got that message. Don't you wish when you had eight children, they all left home, nobody came home begging again? And asking for help and now you know I'm trying to make it and all that. Everybody, not only are they productive, they can help back if they're needed to be. When we left, we left for good. We didn't have to call back and say, I'm trying to make it. Can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? Can you help me with this? Why? He put something in us that caused us to be productive while we were young. I'm not giving you everything. You got to earn something. Get that lawnmower. I'll cut the neighbor's yard if you want to make some money. I ain't giving you no money. Go out and earn you some money. That's what a man does. Now, we were about 12 years old. Get up and work. That's what you got to do. You got to provide for a family. Learn how to work. And here he is. You got some kid laying up in the house, 23 years old, watching TV, wanting you to cook him something. He ain't got a nickel and a nail. And you are still doing that. No, that don't, that don't go. So you got to have some sound learning. Now, the, the, the problem is with our generation, we got a generation of men who haven't had any sound learning themselves because a lot of them didn't have a father in the home. They're still trying to find their own way. So if you don't have a good understanding, 
How do you expect to pass on sound and valuable teaching? And if the father is going to have sound and valuable teaching, where did he get it from most likely? Most likely, he would get it from the person who were most interested in his success. Here's the thing. There's nobody that's more interested in the success and welfare of my children than me and their mother. The world is not that interested in their success. Their friends are not that interested. They may say it, you know, whatever. We are most vested in your success than anybody. So what I want you to do is to be successful and a contributor in the, in the community and in society. And we're going to invest in you so you can do that. We're not here just to have some cheering. We just got some cheering and next thing you know, they work in me. The children's supposed to be a blessing to the parents when they get old. They ain't supposed to be wearing you out and draining all your resources when you get old. They're supposed to be blessing you. But they can't, see, you're going to reap what you sow. And if you haven't sowed anything into them, you can't reap anything. This is Jerry G. Martin, and I certainly hope that you have enjoyed listening to these messages about fathers and the father's influence on the family. God Put fathers in the family. In fact, Adam was the first father and God honored him and God gave the man instructions and the responsibility to lead the family. If the family is not going right or well, it is the man's responsibility to see to it that things function properly according to God's order. If you would like to hear today's message again, you can go to our podcast at the light of the world daily with jerry g martin again the light of the world daily with jerry g martin you will be able to hear today's message as well as previous messages aired on this station and i want to take the moment to invite every man to join me on father's day if you're not connected in a church i want you to come and join me this year father's day and juneteenth is on the same day And I have a message for you about the freedom that you can have in Christ Jesus and how to take the responsibility of freedom as we are recognizing that we have come out of slavery and we have been given an opportunity to be successful, but the men need to take the lead in leading our family and our children to be productive citizens and to be successful. I have a special message for every father and every man. So come and join me. Wives, bring your husband. Daughters and son, bring your fathers. Bring the men in your life so that we can hear this message and we're going to have a special Juneteenth celebration as well for our men. Join us on Sunday, Father's Day, June 19th at the Light of the World. We're at 16161 Old Humble Road. God bless you and I'm looking to see you on that dynamic Sunday.